You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome to a new episode of Sixers Daily. I'm your host, Jazz Kang. Officially now, eight days away from the start of training camp. Media day takes place on the 20th, so we'll get some answers on the Ben Simmons stuff. Although I'm not anticipating Doc, Joel, Daryl Morey, if he's going to have an availability, we'll really get into the nitty-gritty of what's going on behind the scenes, but we at least will get some updates on that. Also, some news about the new NBA show happening on one of the major networks. I'll touch on that as well. But before jumping into things, don't forget, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, you name it, we are there. And of course, check out libertyballers.com for all your Sixers needs. And also just a reminder, before I jump into the latest Ben Simmons news, we are going to be at training camp in Camden. Uh, myself, Paul Hudrick, and, and a few others from, from the Liberty Ballers team will be out there covering stuff. So we will have a firsthand look at what the team dynamic is and, and maybe some of the energy around the Sixers with all this Ben Simmons drama going on. So the latest news coming from Mark Stein of the New York Times, obviously one of the best NBA reporters in the business. He basically said the expectations remain, as we're now officially a week away from media day, that Ben Simmons will choose not to report to the training camp, but the Sixers are intent on trying to convince him to report. So this thing isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And, and you know, we've discussed potential trade packages, guys who are available who aren't available, namely Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal. We're going to have to find out what happens with those two fronts. And I don't think that's going to happen in the next seven or eight days here. So the likelihood of, of Simmons being on the roster still come time for training camp still to me remains somewhere like the 95% range, unless some other team comes out of nowhere and, and gives the Sixers and, and Daryl Morey a godfather offer that they've been looking for the entire time. So interesting to hear that from, from Mark Stein, again, not really earth shattering in the sense of, well, you know, uh, what we kind of expected and what we've been hearing now for, for the last couple of months is, you know, we've been talking about Ben Simmons often. It, it is obviously the big domino in the NBA world. So again, not expecting anything to, to go differently in terms of uh, seeing anything with the trade, but we will, like I said, get some idea of what the energy is like around the team, what the environment is like, and you'll kind of see how they're answering questions and, 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 you know, when they're being talked to by reporters, when it comes to, Hey, you know, you guys have to, you know, what is it like not having Ben Simmons here? Do you want him here? Just, we'll get some final answers from guys like doc and, and, and Joel and B and some of the other players on the team on how they're feeling without one of their top players, you know, reporting for camp. So that, that is obviously something that not just us in terms of the, the, the Philly media, but everybody across the NBA world is waiting for that domino to fall. Now, there was an interesting note and that I, we saw on Twitter that came out earlier on Monday, and Dave really wrote about this on libertyballers.com. You can check his, his story there as well. Uh, this is from a guy named Evan Damerol. Again, not coming from Awoj, Shams, Brian Windhorst, you know, Bobby Marks, one of these guys, Keith Pompey. 
uh, Kyle Newbeck, who you trust with with stuff going around the league and, and the Sixers specifically. So um, this is from him basically saying on Twitter that he talked to some folks over the weekend. It looks like the Rockets are seriously interested in acquiring Ben Simmons prior to the start of training camp. He did say things remain fluid, but John Wall will be headed to Philadelphia in a possible trade per sources. Okay, so Steve, Dan, and Emily talked about this on the Gastroenteritis Blues episode on Sunday. John Wall is could be a fine addition as a buyout candidate, but as a primary guy who is slat, you know, slated to earn $44 million next season and who is injury-riddled, hasn't played a full season, or even close to 80 games since 2016-17 when he was still with the Wizards. Uh, but he is a five-time All-Star. Actually put up some decent points for a terrible Rockets team last season, you know, in terms of his overall numbers, 20.6 points, uh, average 6.9 assists. An issue you're going to have with John Wall, a career 32.3% three-point shooter, shot just under that last year at 31.7 from, from deep. So not going to give you a ton of spacing. And at that contract, yeah, I don't think Daryl Morey is going to touch that with a 10-foot pole at this point because the Rockets, and, and this was reported before, that the Rockets are going to try and find a new home for John Wall. He'll be at training camp, but he's not going to be you know participating in games. So I, I, Maury has no reason to help out the Rockets, you know, given that he was there previously. Seems to be a bit of friction between himself and ownership and you know the James Harden, Ben Simmons thing that you know maybe the Rockets didn't want to deal him to, to, uh, to Philly because of Maury's presence, but you're looking at this, John Wall, uh, you know, not not a good fit whatsoever. And 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 again, unless he's bought out by a team like uh, by the Rockets, part of me, then, then he looks at he can sign anywhere. I think he'd be a great addition. Could be a backup to Tyrese Maxey, um, you know, getting some minutes off the bench. And and he still has a talent that he could change a game around. Again, just I don't think you're doing that at at forty four million dollars. And the Sixers would have to take what kind of a package from them. And you have to look at that in depth as well. The Rockets don't exactly have a ton of big name stars and, and assets after basically blowing the whole thing up last season. But I mean, they have a ton, a ton of future draft picks. You know, you're, you're looking at this and you're looking at the fact that they have for, for uh, this season, they got Jalen green. That was the number two pick. And then next season they have a first rounder. They have a selection from either Brooklyn or Miami. It's top 14 protected in 2022. You get to 2023. They'll also get a Houston or Brooklyn first round pick, whichever is higher. And then they'll get the Milwaukee Bucks first round selection. So you're looking at this. I mean, they have a ton, a ton of assets, but is Maury going to be able to use that to improve the team in the short term? And we've talked about this before that you have a guy like Joel Embiid, who is at the top of his game at 27 years old. He's an MVP candidate. Now is the time to try building the right team around him to try and win a championship. All right. And things are up in the air in the NBA too. You got the, you give credit to the Bucs. They won the championship last season. They're still in the conference. You got the Brooklyn Nets, obviously Kyrie Irving, the aforementioned James Harden, and also one of the best players in the game, if not the best in, in Kevin Durant. That Those guys dealt with some injury stuff. Kyrie Irving, always saying something off the wall. So who knows what's going to happen there? But the Sixers are like, we, we, and we said this a lot, that the Sixers are a notch below, but if they make the right move and you bring in a guy like Bradley Beal or Damian Lillard during the season, that turns things around right away. And Toby Harris, a nice third piece, you know, behind whoever, whoever, and if they do get a star back in exchange for Simmons. Now, so when you're looking at this, this Rockets option here, Unless you're getting futures or, and I don't think they're parting with, with, with Jalen Green at any point, but 
you know, if you're looking at, at, at what they have, I mean, they have a, a treasure chest of, of, of future assets that, again, Maury would have to take and then maybe use to acquire another star during the season if one becomes available. And the other and the other thing you're also looking at here, too, is in terms of taking on future assets. There could be a third team involved in this where they're giving up a star level player, getting some of the picks from from Houston. Houston ends up with Ben Simmons, yada, yada, yada. There are frameworks like that to work. But this John Wall suggestion to me is absurd. You're not going to take on a guy like Wall because you're going to have to give up another piece to make it work just in terms of the salary. So uh, I don't think that's that's happening anytime soon that John Wall would be the centerpiece in a, in a deal back for, for Ben Simmons. But again, <laughs> there's going to be a lot to talk about over the next you know seven or eight days when, when people do start reporting and, and we're going to start getting some behind the scenes and, and, and a lot more answers in terms of how this Simmons situation is going to play out. Now for your entertainment purposes, uh, ESPN launching a new studio show called NBA Today. It'll be hosted by the very talented Malika Andrews. Uh, she'll be joined by the regular group of people you see with the ESPN talent, former players Kendrick Perkins, Vince Carter, uh, Zach Lowe, one of the best in the business as well. Woj will make regular appearances on there, as will Ramona Shelburne. So uh, this is, I think, a good thing. They're going to be replacing the jump, which, you know, Rachel, Rachel Nichols did a good job on there. And, and overall, the, the content was pretty good. I mean, it was a good daily NBA show. I think this one now that they're going with, will kind of be something to rival like NFL Live like they have on uh, on ESPN2, one of the most popular studio shows, obviously because the NFL really is, is such a dominant force in the in the North American sports landscape. But if you're looking at, at a show like this, I think it'll be fun to change things up. I'm hoping they do a little bit more newsy stuff rather than the, the hot takes and, and, and maybe do some more deeper dives. But uh, I think Malika Andrews is perfect for the role. And I think it'll be fun to see, you know, Zach Lowe getting some more screen time. Hopefully Woj gets some more screen time. Um, you know, and, and getting more nitty gritty stuff. It'll be on at, at three Eastern Monday to Friday, and that's going to kick off on, on October the 18th. So uh, pretty much right in time for the new NBA season, but this is going to be, I think a good thing for, for hoops fans and getting to, to check out uh, and, and maybe see something different than we have from the jump, which, like I said, I, I thought was a, a good show and a good concept overall. I just think things got a little bit stale over there. We are also launching a new show on the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. You'll catch that one on Wednesdays. It'll be hosted by Paul Hudrick. So that debut episode is coming up this week. And like I mentioned, we're going to be doing daily shows throughout the entire season, wrapping things up here as we get closer to training camp. So don't forget to follow us at Liberty Ballers on Twitter and check us out at libertyballers.com as we get into the new NBA season. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA.